Hey everybody, welcome to a very special episode of By Me Podcast, episode 347. I thought we were going to talk about like not doing drugs or something. Nah, actually I'm I'm kind of on the you should do drugs side of things really. Like yeah. not all the drugs, maybe like there's a few you should stay away from, but like like marijuana. Mm, no. No, I think I think you could probably safely oh. do marijuana like in in uh as long as you don't do it in excess, you know. Um, but like, I don't know. Like, I think I might stay away from heroin. Heroin mm. seems like a a good drug to stay away from, maybe. Um, but you know, like in the between those two, sure. Like, you know, maybe stick away. Like crack. I think crack might be something you want to you want to avoid, maybe. But maybe not. It's up to you. Yeah, it's a free country, right? Sure. Yeah, except when it comes to what drugs. Cliff is saying is do crack. Yeah, whatever. Whatever, man. If... Anyway, I won't tell you about how dumb. Like, Florida is trying to restrict um, crack. Crack. No, like the that kind of like weird loophole legal marijuana, um, like mm. the Delta 8s and Delta 9s. It's real dumb. Whatever. State's falling apart, but let's worry about weed. Uh, anyway, we're talking about video games and probably not doing them while on drugs. Maybe a little bit. Colby hurt his back, so like, like, what do you think about like muscle relaxants in video Advil. games? Advil. Advil. Yeah, I mean, I technically am too. I don't know. I took one about three hours ago. Am I still in Advil? Yes. Technically, uh, we're talking about what we played. <laughs> Colby played a new game, sort of, kind of, kind of. So, so that's great. Uh, we got news. The future is Xbox, and by that I just mean like the future something. So it may as well be Xbox, I guess. Um, talk about Game Pass. We're gonna talk about a bunch of Xbox stuff. Um, we're gonna talk about new video game systems that are on the horizon. Um, there may be, probably not. Like I don't think there actually is, but there may be a reason to buy a PlayStation Portal. And I wrote that down, and like, I was just reading it, and I'm like, is that what it's called? Is it the PlayStation Portal? Because that name's kind of. I thought it was the PlayStation Portable. Yeah, that's honestly what I did. I'm like, is that is that what it's called? And that's kind of a dumb name, but PlayStation Portable is not better. Um, and Fallout is getting a very cool special edition if you like Fallout. Um, it's kind of a, you know... I do like Fallout. I do too. And this is kind of one of those things where, like, it's cool. But if you like Fallout enough to buy this, you probably already own all the Fallout games. So, I don't know. Uh, and then uh, a little quick meme about uh, male behavior and female gamers, which we might have talked about before, but I like bringing up every once in a while. A uh, handful of questions, one from Mansox, one from Princess Megan, and then cheap, free video games. We got the second wave of Game Pass coming right at you. But first, Colby, tell me about the small amount of video games you've been playing. Did you beat Persona 3? No, I thought I was close, because um, they were talking about the end boss and all this end boss, and then, like... I found out that there's like I don't know a quarter more of the game after the end wow. boss. Um, after the is this like Lord of the Rings where like they beat the boss and they're like, well now you got to walk back to the Shire with us. I'm like but more why? that what they thought was the end boss may not be the end boss kind of thing. Ah, um, I see. So yeah, I'm I'm making my way through that. Um, still still fun. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad and, you're enjoying it. Like, I, it's a game that I would absolutely love to play, and I just don't have the whatever to put that much time into. Don't it. have the hundred hours to put into yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like I mean, like honestly, Baldur's Gate is like at the edge of my like. It's too long. I mean, it's too long. It's absolutely too long. But it's like it's so in my sweet spot of games that I like that it's okay. And yeah. Persona is just weird enough that I'm not sure it would like sit in that sweet spot long enough for me to get a hundred hours into it. I didn't think it would either. And here we are. Hmm. Yeah, maybe, maybe someday, maybe yeah. I just need to get it, uh, like, I don't know, like on steam deck. I mean, I don't think it's a thing. I don't, I don't know where I could catch. Can I play this on mobile casually? If it was on mobile, I would never play it. I'll never. send you my, PS Vita and Persona 4 and you Perfect. play that. Perfect. I probably still would not. Speaking of, I bought Persona 4 on Xbox because it was on nice. sale. Very so. nice. Is that like a remaster or is that just like the old version of it? No, nah, it's a remaster. Nice. Very nice. Well, yeah. no reason not to go straight into another 100-hour game. I, I think we uh, should... Like, I don't, I don't want to point this out. It's not like I'm calling Colby out or anything, but he finished... Um, what was the last super long game you played? 
Elden Ring. Elden Ring. Colby finished Elden Ring. I'm like, hey, do you want to go into Baldur's Gate? Like, I'll buy it on the, the Xbox and we can play it co-op. And he's like, nah, I don't really want to go straight from one super long game into another super long game. And then the next day he started playing Persona 3. So what I'm what I'm saying is I think Colby just doesn't want to play video games with me. And I'm, I'm a little bit hurt. Just a little bit. It took you that, that long to figure it out? It's not very nice, Colby. Anyway. Um, anyway. I, I'm also playing uh, Monster Sanctuary because, you know, we've got to play that again. Mostly, like, my kid was like, let's play a two-player game. And I'm like, what about the game that I bought you, like, six months ago that you've never touched? She's like, no, I don't want to play that. <laughs> and she's like, Which what game about is that? Um, Wobbly Life, I think it's called. Hmm. I can't remember what. It, I think it's Wobbly Life. Sure. Um, and she's like, no, I don't want to play that. And I'm like, okay, um, what do you want to play? And she's like, what about Monster Sanctuary? I'm like, well, that's not a two-player game. And so she decided that we can just kind of take turns playing. Interesting. Um, and that's fine. I really enjoy Monster Sanctuary. It's the best Pokemon game out there. So well, I mean, you haven't played... Well, I guess you did play a little bit of Power World, so... I did play a little bit of Power World. Can you shoot other... Can you shoot Pokemon in that game? Because I hear that's... Um, I think some of them have arrows, if not spears. So. Yeah, close enough then. Yeah. That's I, I say monster monster sanctuary uh, kicks Pal Worlds. You know what? That's yeah, what monster I say. sanctuary is really good. So yeah, it um, looks really fun. I'd honestly like to play it. I just have never quite gotten around to it. So yeah, um, it's on Game Pass, I believe. Yeah, it is on Game. Oh, Pass. is it? Yeah, I should I should try it then. Um, I should try it. And. Uh, so yeah, that's pretty much what I've been playing. That's it. Two, one game that I thought I was done with, and another game that I've played three times Already now. played. <laughs> is there DLC for Monster Sanctuary, at least? There like, is now. I've never played it. Oh, so this could be your playthrough. Yep. Maybe. Uh, I'm still playing Baldur's Gate 3. Um, I, I, <laughs> I was talking to my kid, and I'm like, I think I'm almost done with Act 2. And he's like, well, have you done this? And I'm like, no, nah, not yet. He's like, oh, it's huge. And he was right. It is it is like this massive piece of the game that I had not done. Um, so now I am almost done with, with Act 3, but I still actually have... Act like, 2. Act 2, sorry. Um, I still have like two two things left, like a, a boss fight and a, and a little bit of other stuff. So um, probably by next week I'll be into Act 3. So uh, still good. Like I, I kind of... I had a moment, like a, a short moment, where I was like, I don't know, it's so long, I want to play something else. And, and then I, I pushed through, got out the other side, and uh, I'm back. So, still very good. Um, someday I'll play it co-op with Colby, maybe. Stops being a bastard. Um, Patreon, big shout out to the wonderful people that make this podcast not cost me as much money as it could. Um... You're wonderful, and we love you. If you would like to be one of those people that is wonderful and beloved, you can go to patreon.com slash podcast and uh, hook us up with a little bit of cash. We've got multiple levels of donations starting at $1. I don't know why I said it like that. That got real weird. One dollar. $1. Um, but if you're a $10 patron, we say your name in this podcast. So big shout out to Alan Schulte, Joe Cole Jr., Anonymous, and Rich Deacon. You are all wonderful, wonderful humans. Again, go to patreon.com slash bite me podcast. Except Rich Deacon. He knows what he did. He knows what he did. <laughs> all right, Colby, it's news time. Are you ready for news? News. News. Uh, like I said, the future is Xbox, and we're basing that... Like, I don't know. I don't think the future really is Xbox. Maybe it is. It seems fine. Uh, we we kind of hinted around the big Xbox business update that was supposed to drop last Thursday. It did. Oddly enough, in the form of a podcast, which is like the... I mean, like, don't get me wrong. Podcasts are great. Like, you're listening to one right now. Um, but it seems like if you're going to, like, release news about the future of Xbox, like, a podcast is the weirdest way to do it. Um, but... Who am I? Uh, big news is that four previously exclusive games to the Xbox are going to be uh, not exclusive anymore. So they're going to come to the PlayStation at very least, probably um, the Switch as well, if they can. Um, Xbox, and by Xbox, I, I mean... Um, uh, What's his name from Xbox? <laughs> Phil Spencer. <laughs> Phil Spencer was was said that he wasn't going to announce them 
um, because they all kind of had their own announcements that he didn't want to take away from that, didn't want to, you know, like steal anyone's thunder. But um, everyone's pretty sure um, that it's going to be Hi-Fi Rush, which was good. I thought um, they already announced Hi-Fi Rush as well. I don't, maybe they did. Um, Hi-Fi Rush is going to be one of them. Um, Hi-Fi Rush was okay. Like, I'm, I'm happy other people get to play Hi-Fi the Rush, The funny thing is, is I, I didn't like it. You thought it was okay. Everyone else loved that game. Loved it. Lo- like, I got, I, I somehow got sucked into the, like, Reddit for Hi-Fi Rush, and there are people in there that have played it, like, time after time after time, and, you know, like, beat it on easy, and then, you know, played it a couple other times to get through it on hard. And I, like, I thought it was fine. Yeah. Um, I really liked the graphics of it. The platforming was okay. I did not like the rhythm nature of it, even yeah. though that was kind of core to the gameplay. Um, I, I consider myself to be someone with pretty good rhythm. I was never able to get a hold of the, the like the rhythm of that game, but whatever. Uh, the other game is Pentiment, which if you've not played and you have an Xbox subscription, like Pentiment is amazing. Um, very strange, like you'll never play another game like it, but it's absolutely fantastic. Um, sea of Thieves, which I think we've all talked about, and I mean Sea of Thieves, like the fact that it's not already on those systems is kind of silly. Like it, it only gets better the more people playing it. Um, and Grounded, Colby and I both played Grounded and liked it a lot. You've beat Grounded twice, haven't you, Cole? I have. Yeah, Grounded's great. Um, fantastic for co-op. You can play it with up to four people. So highly recommended. I'm not like people are pissed that all those games are, are not going to be exclusive anymore. And like I'm, I'm super happy that other people get to play. Specifically, Pentiment, see if he's in Grounded. Like that's that's fantastic for them. So, um. You know, it's it is what it is. Um, the other big reveal of this was that Diablo Four is coming to Game Pass, so Ooh. you will see Diablo Four um, next month sometime. I think the twenty eighth. I want to say yeah, right towards the end of the month. So uh, that's coming out. Um, you will only be able to get that if you are actually a subscriber um, to to Game Pass. That it will not hit that. Uh, I don't want to say the free tier of, of Game Pass, but the one that replaced gold. Um, mm-hmm. So you have to have one of the, the more expensive plans to get that. And I mean, like, I just, that's like, I'm saying like the $10 a month one, just like you can't have that f- kind of free tier. Is it free? I, think. I don't know. I don't remember how they work anymore. But anyways, if you pay for Game Pass, you're probably getting Diablo. Um, and uh, they did announce that... Uh, they are working on a next generation console, which I mean, I think everyone, I mean, don't you just assume, Cole, like, am I wrong that like Xbox releases a console and I assume that they immediately start working on a new one if they haven't already started working on the new one already? I would assume, yeah. Right? <laughs> like, I always think it's kind of weird when they announce these things. Like last week they were talking, I think, I don't know if we talked about it or not, but they asked, um the head of EA about the next generation console coming for the, essentially the Switch 2. Um, and he's like, hey, can't steal anyone's thunder, don't want to say anything, but like new consoles are great for everyone, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, at this point in time, like everyone knows it's coming. Like we're going to talk about the Switch 2 in, in 10 minutes, um, even though it's not confirmed because everyone knows that it's coming. And, I, and so I always assume that, you know, the, the PS6 and they're probably going to name the next Xbox something stupid, but the. Xbox 2X, the Xbox Series 2, I don't know. Um, I, I just assume those are always coming, but the, the official quote is, it is, quote, the largest technical leap you'll have ever seen in a hardware generation, which is, like, that's a pretty big, uh, what do I want to say? That's a pretty big comment to make, um, because I don't really think that hardware generations exist like that anymore like everything has been kind of incremental like not to say that the difference between um my xbox one and my my xbox series x um wasn't big um like there are definitely things that i love about it but i don't i don't think that we've seen a to me like the big jump was between like the 360 and the xbox um one i i can't imagine seeing a jump like that between this current generation and the next generation even if we're talking 2028 like what's 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 it's gonna be like to me i guess the thing is is i look at i look at what you ai i mean yeah probably um but i guess the thing is is i look at what you can do on a super high-end pc right now with you know uh, i don't know a 40 90 fancy you know 1500 video card and it's good they look great but like what's what's an xbox gonna do 
that would blow me away more than that. Um, what, what are they going to do that isn't just like looks good, loads faster? AI. You don't LinkedIn very much, do you, Cole? I don't LinkedIn at all. You're a better person because of it. Um, like all of like not everyone I know on LinkedIn, but like a good chunk of people that I am I, I follow on LinkedIn are just like seem like they want to talk about AI every day, not because it does anything phenomenal, but because I think they think it makes them sound smarter. Um, and I, I AI is awesome, like I love it, but I don't know if it makes you smarter. Anyway, that's kind of the big uh, the big updates coming from Xbox. I think you know. Overall, it wasn't anything shocking. I don't think those four games coming to other consoles is, like, signaling the end of the world in any way. Um, but I could be wrong. Uh, also, in other Game Pass news that is sort of related to this, but tangential, uh, Xbox announced that they have 34 million Game Pass subscribers on PC and console, which, I don't know, do a little math and times that by 10... Um, and that's that's like a lowball guess on how how many uh, how much money they make every month off of Game Pass. Which let's see, three point thirty four million times ten is is that three hundred forty million? That'd be right, right? Sure, it's a lot of money. Quarter of a billion dollars, more than a quarter of a billion dollars once a, once a month. So that's that's fine. Um, I don't think they're losing money on that. Um, the interesting thing is the growth they're seeing is coming from uh, the PC side and the cloud side of things. So uh, it seems like they've kind of hit to some degree like a market saturation on the Xbox side of things, but they're still seeing growth on the PC side of things and uh, cloud gaming, which I mean, I think it's interesting that Microsoft doesn't talk about cloud very much. Like the, t the times they talk about it is just when new games come out, they're playable on cloud and it's cool, but it, they're not talking about it now like they did like a year ago, year and a half ago, when xCloud was kind of like getting announces all the time and things were coming and they upgraded it and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And maybe it's just now that it's just a thing. Like maybe they don't, maybe there's no reason to announce things about cloud when it's just a thing. Uh, but it's, it's interesting that they're seeing growth there. So still good, still cool. 34 million is a lot. A lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. Uh, Nintendo Switch 2. Colby, are you going to buy one? No. <laughs> that was a quick answer. That was a really quick answer. Um, I don't even have my Nintendo Switch One plugged in. Yeah, I don't. I think buying a Switch Two will be a. It'll very, very much depend on the price, but I, I have a hard time imagining doing it too. But that being said, man, I'm a sucker for new consoles, so we'll see. Um, even though it has not been officially announced yet, <laughs> um, it apparently is slipping to. Uh, essentially, like the end of Q1 2025, so people thought it was going to be out this year, hopefully for Christmas, um, looks like it is going to be pushed to 2025. And that's 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 interesting to me. Um, obviously, no one knows anything about this yet. No one knows how fast it's going to be, anything that it's going to do, how fancy it is, so on and so forth. Um, but... It's interesting to me that that puts it that much closer to the releases of whatever the next gen for the PS5 or the PlayStation and Xbox. So I think they're targeting 2028, seems like to me, roughly there. Um, so, like, if it's not at least probably as powerful as a, like, current gen Series X, I think it's going to be problematic for them. Uh, and I'm not sure. I'm not sure it will be. What do you think? Like, I, I mean, don't think it'll be as powerful as that. Do you think that's a problem? I thought it was a problem last time they released this, you know, thing, and boy, was <laughs> they I wrong? still sold so. 130 million yeah. of them. So, meh. I mean, maybe, maybe that's it. I the thing that I I find like that that is a little bit of a problem. I think even right now is like I. I follow the like cozy games subreddits and, and some of those because I enjoy cozy games and I don't remember the last time a quote cozy game was released on the Nintendo Switch, the current gen one, that it didn't have performance issues. Um, they play fine on PC and they, they play like crap on the Switch. Why? So, um, I assume that it's it's two problems. One is they're developed by small teams, and so it's hard to optimize multiple game, you know, game on multiple engines. 
Um, at the same time, too, I, my guess is they're doing the porting themselves, which is difficult. Um, okay. But I think the Switch is just underpowered, too, um, you know, for, for what it is. And they don't have the teams in place to optimize them like it probably needs to be. Uh, would be my guess, but I, I don't actually know. So, but it's it, if it if that's a problem now in twenty twenty four, um, it's something they really really need to address in a new system. And you wonder how long they can keep up in twenty twenty five and going forward. So, um, in addition to that coming out this uh, next year, uh, there is a at this time again rumored um, Xbox coming out. We've talked about it a few times. Looks kind of like a trash can. Uh, coming out like mid-year like uh, it could be out in June like it seems quick but it really sounds like it's coming out like summer July August um, and then they're saying there will be a PlayStation 4 Pro coming out this year as well um, you mean probably five. what oh sorry yeah, PlayStation 5 Pro uh, but probably coming out closer to Christmas so that'll be uh, like a fall winter kind of thing so um, kind of uh, my presumption is similar to uh, the kind of mid jump they made in the Xbox where it was just a little bit faster, a little big hard drive, maybe a little bit more RAM, nothing mind blowing, mind shattering. Like I bought one, um, but I don't know if I will this time. Um, I'm still pretty happy with my with my Xbox and I don't play it a lot anymore. Honestly, I play mostly on my PC, not not because I dislike my Xbox. It just has kind of worked out that way. So I don't know. Are you are you interested in a in a midstream update to the Xbox call? like one i don't think i'm gonna get one but i'd like one 500 bucks is a lot of money for an update um it's one of those things that i guess like i always kind of bummed up that i bummed out that i don't hop on those those deals that you see when those come out they're only there for like a month where you can like sell your xbox and then buy the new one and only pay like 100 150 i missed that with the the switch when the oled came out and i was kind of bummed like i wish i had an oled for a hundred dollars and i don't even play it like i just want one because they look nice but uh that that might be the reason i would do it for an xbox if i could get a good enough deal if i could if i could do the upgrade for 100 150 that might be worth it so uh let's see we're going to talk about the playstation portal which is apparently have you seen one of these things cole i have they're ridiculous looking like it is the most I took a like I have do you have the have you ever seen the Hori controllers for the, yeah, the Switch? I've got, I've got one. Do you have it? That's what it looks like to me. Like yeah. they just like cut an, a PlayStation gamepad in half and like glued both sides to an iPhone. Um they are very funny looking. Uh but engineers at Google, oddly enough, <laughs> got uh the PlayStation uh, the PSP games running on the PlayStation portal in in the thing itself like it, it doesn't actually even have like it, it doesn't have a what do I want to say you don't you don't play games on it like you stream games stream. to it yeah. so apparently the PlayStation Portable now is so uh, old I guess is the right word that the emulator for it can run on a screen with a processor and a controller attached to it so it doesn't take much um, they they have video of them getting Grand Theft Auto Liberty City stories running natively on a PlayStation portal. So um, I guess maybe those things are still expensive. I think they're 200 bucks. Not worth it. And they say they probably won't release it into uh, the public anyway. But that means if somebody did it, somebody else will do it soon enough and release it. So uh, do you want to upgrade your, your PlayStation Plus, Cole, to uh, a controller with a screen in the middle? A little bit. <laughs> maybe i play my playstation more if it was that i mean i don't have a five so it's a yeah. moot point but like a, a moot point it's a moot point call that's what a cow would say hmm. um yeah i don't know i it's just dumb looking i wish yeah. I, I i'm sure it's cool but it, man it's stupid looking i mean even um, like my switch i almost never played handheld so i can't imagine playing yeah, PS5. I, I just don't find them very comfortable. Like okay. they're they're heavy enough. It hurts my wrists, hurts my hands. I'm not a fan. Um, if you are a Fallout junkie, um, there is a special. Uh, it's actually called the Fallout Special Anthology. It stands for something, I guess. It, it is an acronym. It does not say in this uh, article about it what special stands for. <laughs> oh, apparently they're the the cards in. Oh, I didn't think about that. They're they're like the the cards in the game. So like you have your special like. Uh, 
like that's how you get your strength and your whatever. Um, but what's cool about it? It's sixty dollars, and it comes with Fallout, Fallout Two, Fallout Tactics, Fallout Three, Fallout uh, New Vegas, Fallout Four Game of the Year, and Fallout Seventy Six. Um, digital code. So you know each one of these is on a card. But what's really neat about it is it comes in a uh, shoot. Call help me. What are what are the nukes called? Um, uh, Nuka Cola. A mini, a mini nuke. They're just mini oh, nukes. Yeah, okay, nothing, nothing that's what I fancy yeah. about them. Yeah. Um, and so, like, it's a mini nuke, and you like screw off the top, and then the cards are inside it, and that's how you get your digital code. Um, but it's only sixty dollars, and so it's one of those rare collectibles that I would say it doesn't matter that it comes with the games because I've got all those games anyway. But the container is really neat, and I I will tell you. As long as it's of a of a relative quality, sixty dollars is a pretty good deal for one of those. I actually bought one for my dad because my dad's a huge Fallout junkie. Um, that somebody three D printed. I had to paint it myself, um, and I think I paid fifty for it. So, like, getting a, a professionally made one, and you know, based on the picture, it looks pretty cool. It looks nice. Um, might be worth might be worth it just for the just for the mini nuke itself good good conversation piece so um yeah check it out comes out uh, april 11th one day before the tv show hits uh hits the tv are you excited about the fallout tv show call i kind of forgot it was a thing until you just mentioned it but i am excited for it i uh there's I'll watch like, it there's almost too much media these days like there's so much new stuff um but i'm just i'm surprised all the time i, I don't watch those like i'm just like Oh, hey, here's some weird, like, Polish crime show that went to season. Of course I'm going to watch that Netflix. I'm uh, I'm rewatching Who's the Boss currently, so I got I got stuff going on. It's Mona. I, man, so we're in season two of Who's the Boss. There are eight seasons or seven seasons of Who's the Boss. The sexual tension in that show could be cut with a knife. Um, like and, uh, Angela and Tony have already seen each other, other naked numerous times and have accidentally kissed like three times. And this goes on for another five seasons before they finally like go like, eh, I guess maybe we'll give it a shot. And I don't understand how at all. It's, every episode is about how Tony and Angela are secretly in love. Everybody knows. They know. And just they're like, well, we work for each other. It just would never work out. And it's insanity. Colby. It worked for the nanny. It worked for the nanny. Exactly. I don't it know. It worked for Niles and um, Daphne. Daphne. It worked on the X-Files eventually, right? I don't think it did. I think they just kissed. Yeah, whatever. Um, anyway, it's, it is baffling to me that that show could go on for another five seasons before they can get together anyway uh final news of the day my lovely wife sent this to me uh and it is just a, a meme essentially and it says male behavior towards female gamers a 2015 study found that lower skilled male gamers of halo 3 were more hostile towards teammates with a female voice but behaved more submissively to players with a male voice higher skilled male players on the other hand behaved more positively towards female players the authors of the study argued the male hostility towards female gamers in terms of evolutionary evolutionary psychology writing female initiated disruption of a male hierarchy incites hostile behavior from poor performing males who stand to lose the most status so note that misogyny is a skill issue <laughs> so if you find yourself going like damn girl gamers maybe it's just because you need to get good that's what i'm saying um that doesn't make sense in my context because i'm like sure let girls play and i suck so maybe i'm just uh maybe i'm just very um open to things i don't know maybe i'm so bad that i'm like whatever just whatever one more person i don't care if it's a girl or me. a boy killing me. <laughs> everyone's better <laughs> all right questions um Vinny was supposed to come back with another question he did not he asked a question but it was just like the lead of this podcast so um consider the Vinny's question was hey oh talk, yeah talk about those four games coming to xbox which we did um he said he would come back and get me another one he lied um it's fine though i don't off with his head him off with his head uh man socks our good friend man socks came in wants to know what is the best video game movie or tv show adaption and we can't say the last of us 
Um, did you watch The Last of Us, Kong? I did. Was it good? I did not it was, watch it. It was, it was very good. Yeah. So you can't say that. You have to choose another one. Uh, you go first. Detective Pikachu. God it is the. It. <laughs> it is the by far the best um, video game adaptation I've seen. Um, it's funny. It's interesting. It's. I don't know. There's something cool about like just weird Pokemon all over the place. I, I kind of love them. I just love the the like. It feels like they're breaking the fourth wall every time a, a Pokemon comes on on screen, but they're not because they just live in this world and they're weird and the rules surrounding them are baffling. Um, but I kind of love them. So yeah, Detective Pikachu is for me by far. Um, I have not seen Mario though, so maybe Mario would do it, um, but maybe not. The 1993 Mario, I'm assuming. The 1993 Mario. It's a fever dream. So, I would go with In the Name of the King, a Dungeon Siege Tale. Man, I think every... <laughs> like, First of all, I kind of am sad that I don't think a lot of people know what Dungeon Siege is anymore. Because I know. Just old enough that it like... And that, like no one ever remade it. No one ever yeah. like remastered it. The third one was... I think Square Enix did it and it kind of sucked. Um, but man, Dungeon Siege and Dungeon Siege 2 um, and their DLCs were like Diablo likes from the late 90s, I would guess I would say. And man, they were so good. They were made by a company called Gas Powered Games and just excellent. Chris Taylor was the kind of the, the mastermind behind those and just, just great games. Um, the movie Colby references a Yui Bowl movie. Um, who, if you don't know who Yui Bowl is, also like I, I kind of feel that Yui Bowl might have been kind of lost to lost to stop time making as movies. Well. I think. Yeah, he was a, a filmmaker. Yeah, it's it's. <laughs> I you, it's a podcast, so you can't see my air quotes, <laughs> but um, he was a filmmaker in the again late nineties. Who, and it was more of the two thousands. Two thousands, yeah. Got yeah. had this skill i mean because it is a skill of getting big name actors to be in just terrible movies um kind of by from what i understand just like filming movies in places where they already were so they're like you don't have to do anything else like just stay an extra week in scotland film this movie and we're we're good which is how he got ben kingsley sir sir ben kingsley, ben kingsley. uh oscar award-winning <laughs> Sir Ben Kingsley to be in <laughs> Dungeon Siege. A, what, what's the full title of it? Uh, I he is he in? Isn't Dungeon he? In, Siege? That's the one he's in, isn't it? No, I think he's in Blood Rain. Whatever. Um, Matthew Lillard is in. <laughs> oh, Matthew Lillard is the only one who like knows what movie he's in. Matthew it's, Lillard chewing the scenery. It's hilarious. He, he Matthew Lillard realizes that he is in like doing like basically cosplay at a Ren fair. He so I will say two things about about Matthew Lillard. One, in that movie, he has an accent about fifty percent of the time, and I think like I think Matthew Lillard got kind of done dirty. Um, like he is a. a really decent actor who is in a number of really good shows and then just kind of fell off the earth. Um, like all he does now is he's the voice for Scooby-Doo uh, or Shaggy. Sorry. Um, he's the voice for Shaggy after um, Casey Kasem died. He took over that role. He's great at it, but like, I think he, he's an actor. Well, he's that not deserves even that anymore, more. is he? Well, he's not in the like the new ones, but I I don't know. Like I think he still is for some of them. Um, he wasn't in Scoob, and he wasn't in the Velma one. But like I mean, frankly, not not being in Velma is is actually kind of like I'm a huge Scooby Doo fan. I love Scooby Doo. I I I will tell you, I literally bought season two and three of Scooby-Doo on DVD on the way to my child being born so I would have something to do while my wife gave birth. Um, and that was a good plan because she was in labor for like 36 hours and I just watched a lot of Scooby-Doo. Um, and I watched two episodes of Velma and just said, nah, nah, there's, there's, there's better things in this world. And I spend most of my time watching Hallmark movies. I keep that in mind. So anyway... Uh, yeah, I think that's a good choice. Is that streamable I, somewhere, Cole? I, I don't know. The, my real answer would probably... I don't even know what my real answer would be. 
Um, I think the Laura Croft movies with Angelina Jolie were good for what they were. Yeah, Plus, they had yeah. Chris Berry in them, and I'm always glad Chris Berry gets Chris work. Chris Berry's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm 100 percent that. I want to see if the Dungeon Siege movie is is streamable somewhere. I don't think it is. I don't think any of his movies really are. Gosh, that's a damn shame. Yeah, no, not available for streaming. Not available for digital purchase. Yeah. Oh man, I did, I forgot. The <laughs> I don't know why I was burying the the lead with with uh, Matthew Lillard. Uh, Burt Reynolds Jason, is in it. Jason Statham is the lead in that movie. He plays a Clip. character yeah, yeah, whose name say. is Farmer. Farmer. <laughs> Ray Liotta is in that movie. Lili, Lili Sobieski is in that movie. Uh, John Reese Davis, who if you don't remember who he is, he's Davies. Indiana Jones' friend from the Indiana Jones movie. Burt Reynolds, Matthew Lillard. I don't know who Brian J. White is, but Claire Verlani is in that movie. Ron Perlman is in that movie. So, like, that is the kind of star power that Yui Bull was able to get together and make the biggest piece of shit you could even possibly imagine. So, Oh, I don't know. You didn't see Postal. <sighs> I did not see Postal because I am a huge fan of um, Dave, Dave Foley. Do, Dave Foley. And I do Dave's not want to see his penis. No. Yeah. So that is why I did not watch that movie. I didn't want to. I didn't want to have his name sullied. Uh, but yeah, the, he made a Postal movie too. <laughs> he also made a Far Cry movie. Man, really? Yeah. I did not know that. He made a Far I, Cry movie. He made a, a Blood Rain movie. Oh, let's see. Did he, he made an Alone in the Dark movie. So I think that's all the, the ones he made. Colby and I had a podcast for a while where we just watched terrible movies and, uh, and reviewed them. And it was a lot of fun. Because it was my life anyway. And I'm thinking that maybe what we should do is... Cliff, when I got a brand new TV, what was the first movie I watched on it? Showgirls. Yep. Which, I mean, that's that's a good choice. Um, I'm beginning to think that what we should do, Cole, is just revive that podcast and only watch Yui Bull movies. That's a pretty... That's going to be a... No, (laughs) there's like... He has so many movies, Cole, but you would be shocked. I'm looking right now. I I thought you meant just his video No, no, no. I mean... He has a movie called Raging Bull, B-O-L. Uh, I assume it's just about him. I don't know. Um, there are at least three um, uh, Dungeon Siege movies that he is involved I, in. I did not know. Oh, Dolph Lundgren's in the second one. In the Name of the King 3, The Last Mission. <laughs> Dominic Purcell. What is Dominic Purcell doing you think like the entire time he was just like wandering around going like man i was in prison break remember that show at least he got a at least he got a name this time he's not farmer so anyway that's my thought is that we should redo our podcast and and uh and it will just do ue bowl movies he released a movie last year called do not expect too much from the end of the world anyway You'll enjoy that podcast. That movie is almost three hours long. That's a very long Yui Bull movie. Far Cry, Far Cry had Till Schweiger in it. Ooh. All right. Man Sox, I hope that answered your question. Uh, Princess Megan has a, a, a good question, and I think she's wrong in her premise, but we can talk through it. She says, why does Microsoft hate crossplay? This popped up during a conversation I was having with their her IT manager at work. Um, they both play Elder Scrolls Online, um, but on different platforms. Um, why can't they play together? It seems like an easy thing to set up now that Microsoft basically owns all of the game publishing companies. And um, I I would argue that in this particular case, you are right. It is It sucks that ESO isn't cross-play. Um, but I would argue that Microsoft has done more for cross-play than any other um, of the big publishers. Like Nintendo doesn't play in it at all, really. Um, all of their games are horrifyingly exclusive they don't even have pc um sony like does cross play when it's convenient and they can make money and it's usually years after games come out um whereas most i won't say all but most new games that come out on the xbox and have co-op can be played cross play between at least pc and and uh, Xbox for the most part. So Colby and I have played a bunch of games um, 
on completely different platforms um, because Microsoft made both of them, put it out on Game Pass and put it out on uh, and uh, you know and put it out on both. And and I, I I would say it's almost more an exception to the rule than the rule. Like I think that it it happens that they have it more often than anything, but. That being said, I think it's weird that Game Pass, or I'm sorry, uh, cross-play and cross-progression and cross-saves and all that stuff was a huge discussion point three years ago, probably. Um, It was during the time when PlayStation was like, nope, not going to do it. And then they came out and were like, yeah, sure, whatever. And then, like, everyone was like, everyone, I think it it felt like like everyone was... Did Epic force their hand or something? Yeah, well, I, I, I seem to remember of, Epic being involved in it somehow. Well, like Epic's big thing was um, they they built it into um, Unreal, so it was easy to implement and free to implement. Um, but I think the weird thing was that it really felt like for a while that everyone was like, we don't want to do it because of like I mean Nintendo has always been like we don't want to do it because of the kids like we can't we can't trust mm. those other heathen platforms with our with our children and so we're not going to um, and Sony was just kind of like there's no monetary reason for it to us to do it so why would we um, and Xbox was like hey yeah let's go and then everyone was like well okay I guess we can allow it now and then everyone was like actually it's kind of hard we don't want to anymore so like it, it was like it just got really quiet like it's just real crickets around around that so um, I don't know why more people don't talk about it, but when they do, I think that that Microsoft is is actually kind of the champion of it. Um, just, this just happens to be an example where they don't happen to be. Um, and my guess is that ESO is old, like it didn't exist beforehand, and probably merging those two back together would be really, really, really hard at this point. But they've released a bunch of... Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, updates. Yeah. I'm saying it's probably like a core or. engine problem. Like, I, my guess is that the Xbox engine and the play, PC engine are just different enough that that making them work together would be hard. Um, and playing things like Diablo, um, like the the version of Diablo you play on um, the Xbox is so different than the version you play on PC from a menu perspective. Um, like, like you just do things, like you manage your characters completely differently. Um, I wonder if that's part of the problem too, is that like with a, with an MMO, there's just, it's so different. Like it's yeah. shockingly different. So um, that being said, I don't know if, if Diablo has cross play um, between PC and, and Xbox. It seems like we've played it. I don't, I don't think three does either. So, you know, maybe it's just some games don't cross play very well. Uh, but like I said, I think Microsoft does it well. Any thoughts about that cult that I didn't steamroll no, over? I think, I think you, you got it. Cheap free games, Epic Games. I'm super excited about the Epic Games uh, uh, free game this month. It is or this week. It is Super Meat Boy Forever, which is the the new version of Super Meat Boy. Um, I played it at PAX and I thought it was really fun. It's very, very, very different than yeah. Super Meat Boy and was relatively poorly received, as I recall. Um, wasn't rated very well, but I thought it was really fun. So I'm excited to be able to play that for free and not have to pay for it. Um, games coming to Game Pass. Uh, these two have already came. No, these two came out already. Um, <laughs> saved it, right? Colby <laughs> uh, <laughs> just gave me a thumbs up, so I think I'm good. Uh, Return to Grace. Uh, that is that kind of walking sim about a space archaeologist. Came out last week, I think, or earlier this week. And Tales of Arise, um, which is a, kind of a role-playing game. Both of them actually look really, really good, and those are both... Um, All the Tales games are pretty decent. Are they? Yeah. Yeah, at least once. I didn't realize I was actually played. in that... that yeah. Series, but yeah, no, yep. all the tales are that's like tales of symphonium and yeah. all that, right? Yep, yeah, yep, yep. So, both out, both really good from right here. Uh, this Thursday, clear your calendars because Bluey, the video game, is coming out. And Colby knows the theme song to Bluey. Um, I don't really know much about Bluey except that everyone loves it. You um, should I've watch seen, Bluey. I've seen like an episode or two and I love it. Um, I just haven't, like I love the characters, I love how they look, I love that people love them. Um, I They're English, right? Australian. Australian. I knew they had accents, yeah. Or Australian or New Zealand? I can't remember. Whatever. It's all the same. 
Um, it's really not all the same, honestly. But uh, I've heard this game's actually pretty good. So say, play some Blue on Thursday, February 22nd, Cloud Console and PC. Uh, Maneater is coming back to Game Pass February 27th. That is the shark game, and it's a lot of fun. I beat it. It's a little, little repetitive and maybe a little long, but I, I enjoyed being a giant shark. Uh, Madden NFL, NFL 24 is coming to Cloud on February 27th as well. So if you don't want to install it, you can uh, not and just play it via cloud. You do need EA, uh, I'm sorry, you need Game Pass Ultimate for that, but you'd need Game Pass Ultimate, I think, anyway. Do you have to have Game Pass Ultimate to stream? I think so. Yeah, so so if you can stream it, you can play it, Uh, which maybe that's how I should play it because I don't really want to install it. That seems like a lot of work, (laughs) but maybe I can can stream it. Uh, Indivisible, making a return to Game Pass. that, it just sucks because I think I bought it. <laughs> I was going to say, is that the game you bought for me? No. Okay, I can never remember. I need to play that game too. Uh, immerse yourself in a fantastical world with dozens of playable characters, a rich te- storytelling experience and gameplay that's easy to learn but difficult to master. What kind of game is it? Do you know? I don't. I know it looked really fun, but I don't remember. I don't remember what it is. That's all right. It uh, might be a, like a... What an is, action uh, RPG platformer. Yeah, I was going to say, like kind of like um, Castle Crashers. Game looks really... Yeah, it does look kind of Castle Crashery. Oh, I've seen this game before. Like, yeah, now that I see the art style. Yeah, no, this does look good. Um, so that's coming on the 28th, Cloud Console and PC. Space Engineers, Cloud Console and PC on Leap Year Day. Uh, it's a sandbox team about engineering, construction, exploration, and survival in space and on planets. You build spaceships and vehicles and space stations and all sorts of stuff. That actually sounds like it'd be pretty fun. Um, there's a creative and a survival mode, which is great. Uh, Warhammer 40K Bolt Gun. There's, of course, a semicolon in between those words. Comes out March 5th on Cloud Console and PC. Oh, sweet. Load up. Load up your bolt gun and unleash the awesome Space Marine Arsenal to blast your way through an explosion of sprites, pixels, and blood in a perfect blend of Warhammer 40K, frenetic gameplay, and the stylish visuals of 90s retro shooters. That sounds pretty fun. I wanted to play this. I, it's been on my wish list for a while. It And man, Game Pass delivers, Colby. That's what I say. That game looks pretty dope, too, to be honest. So... I can get behind that. Um, Finally, Diablo 4, like I said, coming out March 24th, the next-gen RPG experience. Um, I am extremely excited about that, um, and I'm happy that I waited just long enough to not have to pay for it. So thank you, Game Pass. Uh, PlayStation Plus this month actually looks pretty good, too. You're getting uh, Need for Speed Unbound, the Outer World Spacer's Choice Edition, which is the... um, That's the DLC of the Outer Worlds. Outer Worlds was... Fine. Uh, they are also getting Tales of Arise, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Lego Worlds, Lego Jurassic Park, Rogue Book, Rogue Lords, and Tales of Zestaria. Is that another Tales game? It is. There you go. So you can play two of them on the PlayStation. Uh, they're getting in the classics lineup, Resistance, Retribution. I was actually thinking the other day, I was talking about a, a time when Colby and I stayed home for a weekend because my wife was out of town and Colby wasn't married yet. And we just watched movies and played video games. And I, th- I was trying to think of what video game we played. Yeah, I think it was, it was Resistance, Resistance 2 or Resistance yeah. 3 beat the entire game. It was not great. It was not good. <laughs> but that's fine. I think I said like, man, I've never really played my PlayStation 3. I should get a game for it. And so we rendered Resistance and it was like, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, Jet Raider 2 is coming out, uh, which was Jet Moto 2 in the US apparently. Uh, Tales of Symphonia and Tales of Vesperia. So if you want to play like all the Tales games and you're on a PlayStation and you have the right subscription, this is your month. Uh, Humble Bundle is getting two bundles. The first, and by getting, I mean already has. Uh, two, the Destiny 2, the Story So Far bundle, if you're a Destiny fan but have been um, a little bit behind, I guess is what I would say. This is the bundle for you. It is $40 for six games. That gives you Destiny 2. Um, Lightfall plus the Annual Pass. Uh, Destiny 2, The Witch Queen. Destiny 2, the Bungie 30th Anniversary Pack. I do not know what that is, but it sounds great. Uh, Destiny 2, Beyond Light. Destiny 2, Shadowkeep. And Destiny 2, Forsaken Pack. So I think if you're you're a little behind, that'll probably catch you up. I think there's a new game coming out shortly in that series. Um, every time I see Destiny 2 call, I want to play it so bad, and I just know that that would be a mistake. But what do you do? Uh, FanFest, IGN FanFest is a new bundle from IGN. It is uh, $12 for eight games. Uh, It includes A Little to the Left, that game that just came out on... 
Game Pass last week, I want to say, or the week before. Uh, Loop Hero, which was probably the buzziest game of like the kind of fall of last year. Colby played it. Was I did. A little wasn't a huge fan, as I recall. No, I really liked it. I just couldn't couldn't like, beat get, it. That's what it yeah. was. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I've never heard anyone it took say me like anything. Thirty bad hours to get to the first boss, and then it was like, "Hey, there's five more after this." And I went, oh. "No, no, no, no." Uh, a game called Wobble Dog, which I don't know anything about, but I love the name. Um, is Islets, which I don't know anything about that either, but it looks adorable. Um, Shantae and the Seven Sirens, Tinykin. Did you play Tinykin, Cole? No. Hmm. I wanted to, and then it went off Game Pass. There you go. Um, uh, Black Book, which I've seen around a lot. It looks kind of interesting. Um, and then uh, 15% off, a little to the left, Cupboard and Drawers, which I believe is the DLC for that, maybe. Um, or maybe it's the... Yeah, it's the DLC. So, again, pretty good deal. 12, bu- 12 uh, bucks for eight games, so you're paying, like... I don't know, buck fifty a game, not bad. Uh, Prime Gaming on the twenty second, you can get Blade Assault, and on the 29th, you can get Gravatar Recharged. So, bunch of bunch of free stuff you can play. Um, but that's it, Cole. You ready to stop now? Woo! We did it. We are Bite Me Podcast. You can find out more about us at bitemepodcast.com. Thank you to Rich Deacon, who Colby said terrible things about earlier. Terrible um, things. But Rich he has, knows what he did. He knows what he did. Uh, Rich has our website updated with all of our most recent episodes. So big shout out to Rich. He makes the the uh, what do I want to say the the podcast graphics that go with each one all by himself, and they are always fantastic. So thanks to Rich for doing that. Um, find us on social media at Facebook, Twitter, Instagram.com slash Bite Me Podcast. You can follow us on. Uh, Patreon, and by follow us, I mean give us money at Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash bite me podcast. You can join our Discord at bite me podcast.com slash Discord. You can join our extra life team by joining our Discord and then asking me what the link is because I still haven't updated our website. I should see if Rich could do that. Rich could do that. Like, that's like the laziest thing I've ever said out loud. But anyway, <sighs> that's it, Cole. Woo! Bite me. There you go. Bite me. Bite me. Bite me.